It was my dream forever to be a full-time writer and I attribute TikTok 100% to making that happen. There is definitely an audience for you on this platform. Welcome back to Business Talk, the TikTok marketing podcast for business owners and entrepreneurs who want real strategies to generate leads and sales directly from TikTok. I'm your host, Austin Armstrong, and I'll be interviewing real business owners from every industry that are leveraging TikTok to grow their business. You can connect with me on TikTok at Socialty Pro. Let's jump into it. Today's guest is Shelby Lee Poetry. Shelby Lee is a mental health poet and advocate who has been sharing her work online for seven plus years, amassing a following of more than 400,000 readers. She is the author of the best-selling book, Changing with the Tides, which is being republished by Gallery Books in July, 2022. In addition to writing poetry, Shelby hosts an online poetry community with monthly workshops and helps other writers confidently market their books. You can find her at shelbylee.co, Instagram and TikTok at Shelby Lee Poetry and Twitter, Shelby Lee Poet. All of these links will be in the description and the show notes of this video. But without further ado, Shelby, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks, Austin. I'm excited to be here. It is a privilege. I've been watching some of your videos and I love your style. I can't wait to kind of dive in and uh, understand why you kind of lean into that a little bit. But for anybody that maybe isn't aware of you and and your content and and what you do, could you give a little bit of a deeper dive into you and your videos and everything that you do? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm a mental health writer. I started writing since I was a kid. I've always wanted to be a writer, but I got really into poetry in early college days and started writing every day. I did a challenge every day for a year to write a poem and I started posting them on Tumblr, um, which is now not the most modern (laughs) social media platform, but that's where I got my start. And um, by the end of that year, I had, I think around 80 or 90,000 followers. And some of them were like, you should make this into a book. So I was like, okay, yeah, I could do that. So I took my favorites. I self-published a book. And since then I've been sharing my work on Instagram, on Twitter, and then TikTok as of, I think two and a half years I've been on TikTok now. And I share content from my books. Um, They're mostly mental health themed poems. I write about relationships. I write about anxiety and insecurity and um, finding love for ourselves. Um, So it's all kind of like emotional, vulnerable work, which I think really connects with people. So I've been very fortunate to find um, a lot of readers that, you know, resonate with the work. So it's been great. Oh, that's wonderful. Did you read poetry as a a child growing up or what kind of led you to it? What were your early days of poetry? Yeah. You know, I wasn't a big poetry reader growing up. I was a huge bookworm, always reading like fiction for the most part. Um, It wasn't really until, yeah, early college that I started reading like the more modern poetry that was just very accessible and different than what I had been reading in like English class in school. And so I was like, oh, this is really cool. I want to try writing this. So that's kind of how I got started, but it wasn't really like an early childhood thing for me. Cool. Do you have any favorite poets or poetry books that come to mind? Yeah. um, I love Amanda Lovelace. She's a very pretty well-known modern poet. She's one of the people that really inspired me to self-publish a book. Lately, I've been into a poet called Taylor Bias. She led a workshop for us actually earlier this year, and she's phenomenally talented. So I definitely recommend checking her out too. That's awesome. And um, so kind of getting back into the, the social media side of things. So 
in the early days of Tumblr, video wasn't really much of a thing. It re- video wasn't much of a thing on any platforms up until you know a couple of years ago at this point, um, and early on in YouTube and whatnot, of course. But when you know when you were first sharing your poetry and and creating content, what was that original content, and kind of how did it evolve into what you're doing today and and making videos? When did you start making videos? Yeah, great question. So whenever I first started out, it was just like text blog posts on Tumblr, basically. And then whenever I expanded into Instagram, I changed that to making graphics of my poems. So it was like photos, the square. Um, so I did that, you know, for a few years. And then a couple of years ago, I realized like, I really need to start shifting this into video. How can I shift this into video? And uh, so it's kind of evolved into a mix of making like graphic type animated videos. But for the most part, I found success with just adding a hook to the beginning of a video and reading a poem from my book and just showing the book. Um, it's great product marketing. You can see the books right there. Um, but people can also get a sense of, of what's inside it and resonate with that. So that's what I found has been really uh, successful for me with video. That's amazing. And are you repurposing your videos across all of your other platforms or are they mostly TikTok specific or like Instagram reels too, or... Yeah, I do Instagram Reels as well as TikTok. I don't post videos much elsewhere on other platforms. And I kind of shift my strategy a little bit for Reels versus TikTok. But for the most part, it's just those two for video. Very cool. I'll give you just a quick thing here if it's interesting for you. Not too much additional work. But uh, Facebook Reels are seeing tremendous growth right now. And for all of the listeners, it's kind of a two-month-old strategy of Facebook Reels specifically, and it's separate from Instagram Reels sharing that to Facebook okay. Reels, but actually manually posting it on Reels uh, in the Facebook app on your phone is seeing tremendous growth. Okay, um, awesome. something to yeah. consider. And yeah, I know that I've shared. You know, whenever I share mm-hmm. it on, on Instagram, it says like share to Facebook as well. But right. I didn't realize that it was a separate thing. I'll definitely look into that. Yeah, separate feeds, and and I think Pinterest might be really huge for you too. Have you yeah. have you tapped into Pinterest at all yet? I have. I used Pinterest for a while, and I kind of faded out earlier this year. Um, they were making a ton of changes, and I'm sure they're all great. Yeah. I was just like, all right, let me focus on what I know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yes. it was working. But yeah, I've definitely seen a lot of creators using uh, Pinterest successfully. So I'll have to dive back into that. Awesome. Um, and so you you mentioned it's been about two and a half years you've yes. been on TikTok. Yeah, I want to say I started February of 2020. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and up to almost 400,000 followers now. I think I've yes. got 388 or, you know, yeah. by the time this episode drops, it'll, I'm sure, be way past that. By the, <laughs> Fingers by crossed. Time, hopefully, <laughs> crossed. Um, that's pretty significant growth. Um, can you talk a little bit about your journey? Was it, you know, when you first got started on TikTok, what were those early days like for you? Yeah, I remember it being a little bit slow. Um, I remember still hitting my first 1,000 view video and being like, oh my goodness, this is going to go viral. This is amazing. And so I, I do remember the first few months it being, you know, not super slow, but I didn't have any like viral moments. I was like, okay, I'll just keep going with this and and see what happens. And I think I had the first like big video, like three or four months in. And I was like, okay, I'm sticking here. Cause then I saw the, the uptick in sales, you know, I knew that it was actually driving my, my Amazon ranking for my book. So, um, since then I've been pretty hooked. No, <laughs> oh, that's amazing. If you could remember back, what was that first viral video for you? How many views did it get? And why do you think that one took off 
and not some of the earlier videos. Yeah. I think I was getting in the hang of picking the right, like everything from the right sounds for my audience, um, keywords, things like that. But then just making sure that I had the hook. I remember for the first couple of months, I think I was just reading the poems and not necessarily like speaking to my audience, which I've shifted to, um, if you look on my, on my TikTok, it's things like, you know, if you happen to see this on your for you page, or if you're looking for a message on blah, 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 like things like that, where I'm like, okay, like this, the reader is listening to it. And actually here's like someone talking to them rather than just like reading a poem. So I think that the beginning I was just doing like, you know, reading poems and not really like hooking my audience. I don't remember specifically the exact poem that it was, but I do know that my poems that see the most success are typically like on certain topics about self-love and like finding yourself or, um, reconnecting with yourself, things like that, that really just speak directly to the audience that I'm trying to target. Um, so those types of things definitely resonate most. That's amazing. And if you could remember back a little bit, like when that first viral video happened, that moment, did you just open up your app? There's a million notifications. What was going through your mind? Yes. I remember I went to bed. I posted it like in the evening and I went to bed. And until that point, you know, I had had a couple like tiny, tiny viral, you know, I don't even know if you'd consider them viral. Um, and those were always amazing. So whenever I woke up and saw, I mean, I think it was probably like two or 300,000 views at that point. Um, I was like, oh my goodness. And I remember I like ran to Amazon to see like <laughs> if I had gotten any sales and I had, and I was just really excited. So yeah, it was a great feeling. That is so cool. I, I love <laughs> hearing these early stories of the first time that somebody goes viral. It's like, oh my gosh, this is possible. I can do mm-hmm. this. So it's Absolutely. And I have to say the feeling doesn't go away. I still, every time one happens, I'm like, yes, this is just as amazing as it was the first time. Agreed. I mean, I I had a a pretty big video like two weeks ago at this point. I was like, yes, let's go. Let's go. (laughs) Dopamine hit. Dopamine hit. It really is. (laughs) It is, but it's, it's fun. It's, it's such an entertaining platform. Uh, The organic growth is just amazing right now. It's, it's it's so fun. Mm -hmm. Um, So you, you mentioned the importance of hooks uh, quite a few times, and and yeah. I completely agree with you. It's so important to stop that scroll because the attention is so low on TikTok in particular. It's a, it's there's so much content. It's so important, but I'd love to hear about how you actually structure each video. If you could break that down for us, the length sure. of time, your opening hook, the middle of it, if you have a call to action at the end, or you know what your secret sauce is, if you will. Yeah, sure. So yes, in terms of hook, definitely within the first like two seconds, I try to say something or have text on the screen that will hook people. Usually it's a combination of both. Like I mentioned, that's kind of speaking to my reader and um, asking them to listen to something. I usually say like, close your eyes and listen to this. Like if it's a, you know, inspirational poem or something like that. So it kind of hooks them and they're invested. The range of time for me really differs. Um, I've had videos almost a minute long that have gotten millions of views and I've had seven second videos that do really well. So I have quite the range. So I haven't really nailed down a specific time for me. Um, I will say shorter typically is better, but I do have, you know, some longer poems that resonate and it works, um, which is awesome. So that, that part of it ranges. And then in terms of a call to action, I don't normally have it in my video itself. I don't want to like bring people out of the moment and be like, buy my book right right as they heard this like inspirational message. But I always put it in a pinned comment. That's like my number one. I put like where to buy the book, 
um, store names and the name of the book and that it's by me. And I always pin that um, to get engagement there. And then usually caption wise, um, probably around half the time, I'll use that to ask a question to drive engagement. Um, you know, did this resonate with you? Can you relate? Um, do you want to hear more things like that? I'll put in the caption to drive some extra engagement. That's amazing. And how frequently are, are you posting and has that evolved uh, over the last two and a half years for you? Yeah, I've been pretty consistent. I never was a like five time a day type person. I kind of was like, okay, this is what I can do. Um, so usually it's one to two times a day. There's definitely been periods that I've missed, um, skipped days, whatnot, but I've been pretty consistent with at least once a day, um, but usually not more than twice a day, honestly. That's great. Have there been any days that you've just had like crazy creative spurt and just put out a ton of videos or is it mostly consistent one to two every day? It's usually one to two every day. Um, I'll usually bulk film them. So if I'm feeling creative, I'll go and film like seven to 10 and just get them drafted um, for the week. But for the most part, I, I don't think I've ever posted more than twice a day. I don't think. Great. And it's so, it's so interesting to hear that because everybody is so different in their beliefs on this. Some people that I've talked to are like, you have to post five times a day in order to be successful. And then other creators are like, no, I post like once every other day, but it's really high quality content and it's been good. And it really seems that like, there is no set answer of how many times you need to post, but how frequently that you can commit to and stay consistent with it really seems to be the answer for exactly i agree i think consistency is is the most important and if you're posting five videos that are not engaging every day like is that really the goal you know what i mean so i think that there's definitely a lot of different advice on that but i feel like you know if you're putting out consistent content and quality content that should be the priority 100 percent agree and so you're you're using this primarily to uh drive sales for your, your yes. books, right? How many books out do you have right now? I have two books, two books out. And if you don't mind sharing with us, how many book sales can you directly attribute from TikTok? Yeah. I attribute at least 40,000 of my book sales, um, to TikTok. Yeah. It's been oh, crazy. Incredible. Yes. Congratulations you. on your success. You. That is absolutely an incredible. Thank I, you. I, that's amazing. Um, wow. That is just so cool. Thank um, you. Are you, are you generating, uh, are you building like an email list? Are you driving, you know, capturing leads in any other way? Or are you just driving them to Amazon or your website? What's kind of your funnel look like? Yeah, it's usually to my website is where my, my bio link is. And I get a small percentage of them signing up for my newsletter. It's not really my priority. Um, but I do have that there and the majority of them go to my books page and then go immediately to buy from Amazon or wherever. Yeah. That's fantastic. And, um, are you, do you ever like, do you have like a beacons or a link tree or something in your, in your profile or are you just straight on Amazon link? It's a, yeah, it's a link tree that's on my website. It's like a links page. Um, so it has my books. Um, right now it's pre-orders for my new book, uh, next week actually. And, um, and then I have like my newsletter signups. I have like a a link page, but the top priority is definitely driving Mm -hmm. sales. Mm -hmm. Did you ever think this would be possible for you early on? I did not. 
It was my dream forever to be a full-time writer. And I attribute TikTok a hundred percent to making that happen <laughs> and being so a full-time cool. writer now. So yeah, it's amazing. So cool to hear that. Yeah. What, what advice would you give to uh, an established writer or maybe a, a new young writer that doesn't quite know how to market themselves and their book on social media in general, but more specifically on TikTok, where, what would you suggest they do? What tips can you give them? Where should they get started? Take it wherever you'd like to go. Sure. Yeah. I think my number one piece of advice is just diving in and trying. Um, I see so many writers and hear from so many writers that are just too scared to even start or they start and it doesn't work after a few and then they kind of give up or they're not as consistent. Um, so I would say just diving in. Um, I know a lot of people are afraid, especially like just the writers I speak with don't really want to be on video or are really reluctant to talk on video or whatever that might be. And it gets so much easier with time. If you just do it, you know, you can write out an outline or like practice, you know, as many times as you need beforehand. But I think that uh, video isn't going away anytime soon. So I think that that's super important to get in on while it's especially as popular as it is right now. So those would be like my the first couple of tips that come to mind, just hop on, try out a platform if you're not using social yet or you're not using it to promote your books um, and see how it goes. Don't like overload yourself and think you have to post 20 times a week or whatever it might be. Um, just try to be consistent and focus on your reader, focus on the why behind your book and um, how it can impact readers. And that's where I would start. Such an incredible advice. And you're right. Like video is not going anywhere. Short form vertical videos seems to be the, the format that is just taking over the world right now. I am all about short form vertical everywhere. Yeah. Um, these platforms, organic growth come and go with the history of social media, right? Like TikTok's organic reach is phenomenal, but it, it might not always be the case, right? That's kind of how they suck you into things and then push ads, right? So it takes up the organic space and more ads are coming. I'm curious to hear what your thoughts are on the future of, of TikTok, where you see it going, where you think it's going to go out, any predictions that you have, if you're anticipating anything um, that's going to adjust how you're creating content or are you just kind of in the now? What are your thoughts? Yeah, that's a great question. I definitely see the need for ads, you know, becoming more prevalent in the future. I'm hoping that's a little bit a ways away now. Um, I'm pretty in the moment in terms of what's working. And if I notice like a dip, I will kind of adjust, but I have feel, I feel lucky that I haven't really had to, or have a need to, um, in the past two and a half years or so. Um, but I do think we'll see like more and more kind of competitive type apps pop up, um, that maybe hopefully would promise that same kind of like organic growth that TikTok is now, if that starts to fade on TikTok. But yeah, I definitely hope that we're a little bit out from that. <laughs> I do too. Let's keep the gravy train yeah. rolling. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, okay. So kind of a, a pivot away, just a fun question here. Who are some of your favorite TikTok creators that you like to watch? Guilty pleasures or similar creators or just for fun? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so Anna Sitar, I don't know if I'm saying her last name right, but she's like a, a pretty big, like 11 million followers um, type of creator 
who she's just so fun and like authentic and pure and genuine. And I just love, like she can do anything from making an ice cream cone and like, it has millions of views. Like she's just rolling TikTok. So I love her. I think she's great. Um, and then there are so many amazing poets on TikTok that I have to shout out because they're just all amazing. Um, Katarine Hancock, um, Ari Kofer, Whitney Hansen's amazing. Christy Stein is amazing. There's so many. So those are, I, I watch a lot of poetry on TikTok. I love that. I, TikTok's algorithm does such a good job of, of showing you what you think that you're interested in. So for instance, my feed is all other digital marketers because that's what like right. I'm interested in. Right. It's like stand-up comedy, rock climbing, and digital marketing. And that's all I see. And, and your feed is vastly different from mine. And and, right. and my wife's like, did you see this latest trend? And I'm like, no, <laughs> I'm not even remotely on that side of TikTok. But I think that's mm-hmm. why that it works so well. And it's so interesting and holds all of our attention. It's, it's kind of engineered to be a little addicting, uh, yes. but it, it, it's, it shows you what you want and uh, sometimes what you need, whether you think that or not. Absolutely. And that brings up just a great point about like, I, a lot of writers are like, is it too late for me to start? Like, is there still going to be an audience for me, you know, on TikTok? And I'm like, yes, like, I promise you, (laughs) like, like you just said, like someone will seek entirely different videos than you're seeing. Like there is definitely an audience for you on this platform. Absolutely. And Shelby, what else are you working on? You have a new book coming out soon, right? What else, what else are you working on? If you could give us a sneak peek about anything. Sure. Yeah. So July 12th, I think this episode will probably be after that, but um, that book is being republished. It was a collection that, you know, kind of became a bestseller because of TikTok uh, being republished, which is amazing. So I'm super excited for the new edition of that. And then my third book is coming out in January of 2023. So starting to, to amp up the launch for that, which is really exciting as well. Um, And then, yeah, as you mentioned in my introduction, I host uh, a writing community online. We do workshops every month. So I'm constantly bringing in new poets and new writers to that group um, for monthly meetings. And those are the main things that I'm working on. It's all so much fun. Congratulations on what you're building and all of your amazing success that you've had so far with everything. How can people learn more? They want to buy your books. They want to follow you. They want to go to any of these workshops, how can they get a hold of you and learn more? Yeah. So everything's on my website for the most part, shelbylee.co, L-E-I-G-H.co. It's not.com. <laughs> um, and then yeah, TikTok, Shelby Lee Poetry, Instagram, Shelby Lee Poetry. I post all the time on those platforms as well. Thank you so much, Shelby, for joining me today. Any final tips that come to mind that you would suggest for a business owner or entrepreneur or creative out there to get started on TikTok? Just don't wait, just get started um, and just embrace, embrace the video, embrace the cringe that comes in the beginning when you're feeling awkward on camera and know that it will get easier. Wise words. Thank you for listening to another episode of Business Talk. If you feel like you're ready to get started on TikTok, I have a completely free TikTok checklist that you can find in the show notes and description of this episode. If you found this episode inspiring, consider leaving us a five-star review on iTunes or your favorite podcast listening platform. I know that's a lot to ask of you, but it really does help the podcast reach more people. Do you have any feedback about the show or a guest you'd like to recommend? Email me at podcast at socialtypro.com. Until next time.